We're live right now, Tyler. Epic. Epic. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. Don't go to McDonald's. Yet. Once, here's the rule. Once the thing's uploaded, once the YouTube video's uploaded, then I'll tell you and we can stop. Because I want to put this all away. Sound good? Sounds good, bud. We're currently driving back from Old Brunswick Country Club. Also known as... The Death Trap. Good. I put you on the spot there. That was. I was gonna say Death Star, but that was a little too Star Wars. Star Wars fanboy. Um, speaking of that, the Mandalorian. I've been very impressed with it. A little slow. It's a little slow, but if you're like a Star Wars fanatic, like they did such a good job in bringing back all the weird, fun quirks of Star Wars. So you, you were afraid to say Death Star because it was too Star Wars-y, and now we're talking about The Mandalorian? No, I just wanted, Sounds that, good, I wanted to put a blurb in there for Disney+, Plus. okay? Our future sponsor. Hopefully. Can <laughs> you imagine Disney+, Plus on a golf bag? Oh, absolutely pure. pure. Like, Dude, you dress what up do you as think a, mini tour players do in their free time in the hotel? You dress up as a different character for each round. Ooh. You rock like a uh, Woody. Baby Yoda costume. You rock like Woody's <laughs> hat, for one. Like the cowboy hat. Pure? You, you like you're like just like Mus- like uh, Mike Wazowski out there. So all right, let's continue. Let's get back to golf because that's why you're listening to this. Actually, we don't even know why you're listening to this, but it's beer. Um, hey, we respect you. Want to start off with a little? What was Brunswick Country Club like? Course condition. Hit us with it, Clay. Um, there were times that I was in the fairway. And I wished I was in the rough. And why is that? Oh my word, it was so patchy in the fairways. It was like, it was terrible. The fairways were so, so bad. Yes, I totally agree with um, that. Other than that though, like the greens were in good shape. Greens were good. Um, I think, I the, think t- the fairways made it too, we're gonna go two strokes harder. That's fine, honestly. But it was playing difficult this week. I wouldn't say that was the biggest reason. Um, we were playing early in the morning. It was cold, and we were at sea level. So Tyler and I were just having a conversation earlier. Literally, the course was playing two clubs longer. So like, my eight iron club, one sixty five is my eight iron, and I was not getting my eight iron to the pin from one fifty five. Sometimes, it's no joke. I needed to be hitting. 10 to 15 yards, probably 20 sometimes longer for a lot of shots out there. You agree with that? I agree with that. Which is crazy to me. That it's just it's just crazy. We we were talking about it earlier too that kind of starts that can really mess up your swing too. What happened I think for me was I'd look at a shot. It was 155. So, I pull 8. It wouldn't get there. So, I think I let that affect me. And I started trying to hit the ball harder instead of just taking an extra club. Yes. So I think that really affected me the first day because I was telling you, I've never gotten off to better start in tournaments. And you were saying you never felt better. I felt incredible. My range time, incredible. My first tee ball, incredible. Which, if you guys listen to my last podcast, our last podcast. My last podcast. <laughs> Jeez. What I meant to say, the reason... What I meant to say was what I said on the last podcast. Narcissistic much? (laughs) Um, No, I'm terrible first tee ball hitter. And I I played 
great off the first tee and my first hole was always good and I bogeyed the second hole both days and I just kind of feel like my tempo went away so anyways we don't want to get too much into the weeds yeah give me your overall perspective on this week this tournament I think it was beneficial for me to get back into tournament play after taking about a month off after my I guess my last tournament was the Carolina Mountain Tour at Kenmere so I was like Bubba took a break after I won but here um, it was good to get back it was good to kind of realize where I need to be with my little swing change that I'm going on with a little hip turn um, and just to walk you through that just a little bit I'm just trying to flight the ball down a little lower I've always been a high ball hitter I want to get a little bit more penetrating ball flight so more consistent in the wind um, and that kind of caused some of my squiggly shots out there this past week but overall great experience I love the swing thought tour I think what the new owners are doing with it is incredible we're excited for their uh, next year they're more than doubling the purses like winners get 25k so that's exciting um, and it's also gonna draw that much more talent to pro golf which I think is epic for us getting ready for our Q school runs next year um, but it was good to get out there realize what I need to work on how I need to work on it and to be able to better plan for next year so overall disappointing result with how I played but very very beneficial for the future which I'm very excited about. Sweet. I like it. Talk to me about our Airbnb. Our Airbnb was incredible. Um, Tell me what you said. Scale 1 to 10. What did you say? 9.7. And then I asked you. And what... Wait. What would they have to do to make it a 10? Hot tub. It's the only... And yeah, it's the only answer. Not like a hot tub bathtub. Like a hot tub... <laughs> with neon lights 100%. you know a whole nine yards 100% but incredible amazing little two bedroom apartment behind this huge on like shopping center on St. Simon's Island like 39 bucks a night the best of the best 39 bucks a night because it was last minute Clay's playing partner said that this normally is what a thousand dollars a day during the RSM well he said I think he was saying like a thousand bucks all those days. things get booked yeah. for like PGA tour event yeah and they pay like a thousand bucks for it for like those days so okay. it was like a down you know we're talking December at St. Simon's Island probably not that popular of a time right after Thanksgiving break so nobody's on vacation right now yeah so we got a sweet deal that Tyler found and it was awesome it was awesome it was now incredible. what was the best part about today we went off so early that we got to play quickly. Now, Tyler, he was in a twosome. And two they played. Two hours and 27 minutes. Sub two and a half hours, folks. That's pure. And for those of you who haven't played tournament golf, that is half the time. easily half the time. We're talking normal. These days is about five hours. I do respect, however, that swing thought is really, really pushing people. They are. They're really pushing people to play in four hours to 415 whatever it is because they put a bunch of people on the clock yesterday yeah. including my group and, and your group, group. Yeah. and that wasn't because of us but let's talk about highlights of the week what was your favorite moment of the week 
Um, <clears throat> golf wise or the whole week wise? Whole week wise. I would definitely have to say being able to just share the whole experience with you. I it's it's a lonely. It's a lonely pro How golf. How sweet is, is lonely, that? Okay. Yeah, it is. It is. So it was fun to have a little bit of you know chatter, you know trash talk, cheering people on, vlogging, you know vlogging, being able to like going out to eat. Yeah. Um, How sweet is that? But seriously, it was it was a good good time of the year. The weather in the second day was perfect. Um, yeah, it was. First, first was, round was awful. It was awful. But it was 39 degrees when we started. And it was like 15 windy, miles per hour wind. And just an icy wind. Yeah. I don't I should have checked the uh, chill factor or whatever they call it. Because it would have been in, be the in the 20s. 20s. Yeah. So obviously the ball was going nowhere too. But but met some incredible people. Met this guy. Lives out of his van. Uh, moved to Charleston from Arizona. I mean, this dude is a mini-tour legend. He's been playing professional golf 10 years. I mean, his wife comes out onto the course about hole 12. Dude, you didn't tell me this. Made him a sandwich. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. That is awesome. Ham and cheese sandwich. Wrapped in, like, a paper towel. Like, it was epic. It was like, this is this dude's life. And his wife is totally supportive. Like, I later found out she was napping in the van because he had an early tea time. And she that wanted is, to see it. But so pure. it's incredible. Wow. That totally awesome. just popped into my mind. I know that's, See, huge, that's why huge. we do. That's why we do podcasts. This is content yeah. that you can't find anywhere else. Oh, and by the way, he had a mullet and was about two sixty. I would say two fifty. It's pure, like, like vintage John Daly when he won the PGA Championship. This dude's a legend. I respect it. I mean, and he tied it up in a top knot just to satisfy all you millennial fans. <laughs> but it was it was a good time. And then I played with a guy that took five minutes over the ball and he was he was interesting how different was yesterday's round than today's round polar opposites how long did it take you to play yesterday probably five five hours yeah today was less than two and a half it's filthy that's the dream it's insane but yeah it was uh it was solid field too i was really impressed with the amount of guys that came out for swing thought because swing thought has been a little bit lower in years past um but we had a full field, you know. Yeah. And a full field like Matt Atkins, who's tied for who was tied for second going in the second round. He has PGA status. I don't know what kind of status, but he has it. Sweet. So we had uh, Akshay out there. Yeah, good old Akshay. It's fine. Tyler, according to Tyler, the most overrated player out there right now. I wouldn't say he's the most overrated player right now. I okay. personally, that'd be. You uh, just don't get the hype. Yeah. I respect it. I just don't get the hype yet. I want him to go out and prove himself. Like, Victor proved himself. Yeah. You know? Like, that's huge. Yeah. Like, Victor, what, had 20 rounds in the 60s in a row or something? Unbelievable. Something, something unbelievable. insane. And Matt Wolf, I mean, he won. That's that's validating. Like, what are you going to tell a kid? Yeah. Like, oh, you Although, suck. actually, he's, what, five years younger than those guys? No, not that young. It's, I don't think actually he's going to college though, is he? No, he's not. Anyways, so it'll be interesting. Any other highlights from this week? Um, 
Other than not finding my ball in 11, I can't really... Yeah, we should give some low lights. Talk to us about hole 11 this week. Hole 11, stripe of 3-wood. Round 1, by the way. Stripe 3-wood, probably at the 3-wood 285, 290-ish. That's normal. Pretty normal 3-wood for me. Um, how about 180 into the wind? So I was like, 6-iron? So, hit a 6-iron... It's bleeding a little right, okay? Not the best six iron in the world, but you know, mediocre. So I see it poof in the sand. We go up there, we cannot find my ball. Three minutes go by, still can't find my ball. What does that mean? Basically, it's the same thing as me hitting it out of bounds. I have to go back and replay the shot. So it cost me two strokes. Beautiful. Um, and that was just kind of one of those things. The round was already kind of bad that was like the dagger yeah you know you can't really recover from something that like you know gets in your head like oh, i should have found that ball like you know but so that was that was a low light another low light would definitely be number five this week was awful for me just could not could not master that golf hole so just interesting i had a ball today hole nine Hit a sprinkler head. Second shot on a par four. Like it was tracking on the hole. I saw the sprinkler head. I walked up there. And it's about, it's one yard off the green. Just on the back. There's a sprinkler head right there. Because that yeah. thing bounded. Mm. And uh, yeah, ended up in the parking lot. So that was a triple for me. And then of course, I hit another ball out of bounds on 18. That was a triple for me as well. In his defense, he was trying to birdie. He had to birdie. I don't need a defense, but I had to birdie. But that's fine. Um, go go check it out. Tyler Tyler got some unbelievable footage on YouTube. Dude, by the way, looking at the footage, and you were watching me play, I did not hit the ball as bad as my score showed today. Not from what I saw. Honestly, no joke, 14 holes, I was the best golfer out there. Except my putter. I couldn't get the ball to go in the hole with my putter. But, dude, I had four just awful holes. And I missed that two-and-a-half-footer or whatever it was. But hate to see it. You really do hate to see it. You really do. Uh-huh. But, anyways, I think that's enough about this tournament this week. Unless you have anything else to add. No. I think that was the end of our season. End of 2019. 2019 was sort of a, you know, it was a big stepping stone for us. And I think we're really excited for 2020 because we've got a little bit of um, experience under our belts from a year plan. Um, I'm really excited for 2020. I know you are too. What are you most looking forward to in 2020? Besides the wedding. That's right. T. Smitty's getting married, folks. I'm getting married. Um, Besides the wedding, shout out to my fiance, Jordan. Um, I would definitely have to say the Monday Q life. I'm excited to play a saturated schedule of Monday qualifiers. I love that. I feel like I feel like I have a really good chance at getting into one of the big tour events. And that's going to be huge. I just I just need to work on my game and talk get to there. Talk to us about the Thornblade All-Stars and uh, what that is and what the perk. Are you guaranteed for next year or no? 
um, the perks of being on the Thornblade, a Thornblade All-Star. So the Thornblade All-Star program dates back to early 2000s, I believe. Maybe even earlier than that. But Jay Haas, back when he was hot and heavy in the PGA Tour, was like, we need a program for up-and-coming professionals at Thornblade. Because what some people don't realize is if you have a group of playing professionals at your club, the members typically play more. There's a little more, like, competitive golf. They have people to cheer for. Like, if you go to if you go to Sea Island, like, everybody cheers for DL3. Everybody cheers for Drew Love. Everybody cheers for, you know, whoever, whoever else lives down there. Right, Keith Mitchell, all those guys. So he was like, I want to have a club where we start them young. We give them literally the world. It's incredible. They give you a free membership, free carts when you want to go play, if you want carts. I mean, it's it's awesome. The only thing you have to pay for is food and obviously pro shop stuff. Now tell me what the coolest, I think, the coolest part about it is. Coolest part is as you... As you know, if you're an avid golf fan, Thornblade's home to the BMW Charity Pro-Am. And it's a Corn Ferry Tour event. Corn Ferry Tour event. Thornblade gives one spot to the All-Stars, and it is a playoff between all the All-Stars. Which is like nine or ten guys. And two days, not one day, so it's not like a typical Monday qualifier. It's two days, lowest score gets in. It's incredible. I think that is just awesome. And I would love, I would love to see a point to where like the members just hop on, and we get like hundred members out there to watch. Totally. And I'm planning, uh, whatever happens, whoever's involved in that, I want to get a team out there. I want to get Haddon out there, and I want us to take video and sort of produce an awesome YouTube series. And what we'll do in there is promote first of all Thornblade. We'll help them, you know. Yeah. We will interview the All-Stars. They'll be in there. And then we'll get actual footage. It's going to be sweet. That'll all be hopefully coming next year on Until. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we should touch on going into 2020. I'm pumped. I'm about to take about a month off. Not going to touch a golf club, which I'm thrilled about, honestly. Um, and when I come back from from a big break like that, I'll be so just pumped to get going again, you know. And I mean, because the season kind of doesn't really start up till March, right? Yeah, mid February, I think. But I don't know. I'm just gonna work on the swing. Um, I might head down play on the West Florida Golf Tour or Minor League Tour, maybe an event here or there. January. In January. Um, but besides that, I'm really just going to do some work on my swing, do hit the gym pretty heavy, get ready for the next season, um, and just, just hit it running, you know? I like it. I think, I think we have great shots at it next year. I think we finally got that first breakthrough year of like, okay, this is tournament experience. This is how you do it. Nobody becomes the CEO of their job in the first year, you know? in anything like whether that's business coaching like our guys at broad insights i love that or or if it's as simple as like yard work maintenance you know you don't you're not going to be the best 
well, let me just put it this way. I did uh, landscaping for six years. You don't get to drive the mower the first year. That's true. You're running the weed eater. That's right. And the blower. Let's just put it this way. I was pulling weeds this year. That's for sure. That's true. It was, you know, there was a lot of disappointment this year. But that's the only way you get better. And I think the biggest thing that I learned this year is that I need to relax. I'm just too uptight on the golf course. I'm too, I care too much. I try too hard. And I really need to relax. That's my biggest takeaway from the year. I need to relax and have fun. I told Tyler, yesterday was miserable. I had zero fun on the golf course. Today, played worse. Well, actually played a lot better today. Scored worse today, had way more fun. And so I'm happy about that. I didn't walk off the golf course miserable today like I did yesterday. And I want more of that next year. Because it doesn't matter. It's not, you know, this isn't life and death. We're supposed to be doing this because we love it, you know? For the love of the game? I, we're going on 21 minutes. Anything else you want to say, Tyler? I don't think so. I think I think we got some good, good to, points to work on for this next year. I think we gave the listeners what they wanted. Um, you know, I would I would tell them my last thing: just keep following us on social media. We'll post some blips and vids and tweets and you know, clapbacks at Monday Q info, all kinds of fun stuff. The vlog's going to be off for a little bit because we don't really have tournaments. But if you haven't seen it, go watch. If you have not seen our vlog from Brunswick, watch. There's some gold in there. Like, insane. Um, But we appreciate you following us. This is the start of something amazing. Hoping to grow the brand into 2020 and just create this massive team until. 2020 is the breakout year for sure. Absolutely. 2019, we laid the foundation. 2020, 2020 is when we explode. We just got to play better, too. That'll help. We'll get there. We'll get there. All right, right, guys. Appreciate you guys. See ya.